it's Josh Carey, live at VCon 2022, Gary V's inaugural event here at US Bank Stadium. It is already extraordinary here with Dominic Capatillo. Yes, sir. So what were you saying to me? You, uh, you minted two or three VF1s and you flipped one. What was the journey there? Yeah, so I had gotten two core VF1s uh, and then I got, I had some money left over, so I got into a spec, so a spectacular. I got a bubblegum barb. And then I found out after the cores of the items already been selling out that the Radical Rabbit was dedicated from Gary to Nipsey Hussle after his passing. Huge Nipsey fan. Wow. So his music changed my life, Gary changed my life, so it was like great combination of the two. So for me, I needed that rabbit. I needed it bad. Uh, I obsessed about it for months. Is the Diamond Rabbit. I found the seller in the Bored Ape Discord he wasn't selling it at the time. I just kept hounding him, you know. Discord, Persistent. Discord stalking, you know. <laughs> um, I got in touch with him. He finally said he wanted to sell it for 30 ETH. I don't have 30 ETH. So I tried to trade him my spec for his spec. He wouldn't do it. He doesn't want my spec. He wants the ETH. You need the liquidity. Wow. So I told him, um, don't sell it. Let me find you a buyer. That way I can facilitate a deal. Oh boy, here we go, entrepreneurship. So I found a buyer. What? I found like a middleman to somebody that I, they don't, I don't know if they want me to use their name. So Fine, I, it doesn't matter. Go, they had a go-between. Right. And I told him, I was like, look, man, like I really, I know that I told you I would sell my token. What I really want is this one. I want the Radical Rabbit, the Diamond Radical Rabbit spec. So he's like, okay. So I said, I set it up. He sold the rabbit to the buyer. And you guys traded. And we traded after the fact. Uh, how did how did everything work out in your favor? How did that happen? Luck. Luck, Is it luck? man. I Is mean, it luck? I mean, you got to have, it's timing. It's a lot of that. Very much persistence of trying to find the deal, make sure it happens. But I'm thankful that it did because I'll never, ever sell that thing, man. It's the only thing in the world that connects Gary and Nip at the same time. And I had to have wow. it. I had to have it. Wow. What do, you, what do you embody and embrace that Gary stands for personally? Oh man, I'm super positive in life. I try to go through life with being gratitude. I've gone through a lot of things personally. You know, everybody does their own, their own journey in life. So when you get on the other side of it, you just want to make sure that everybody else gets through, gets through their stuff. So that's kind of where I'm at, helping people get through, celebrate them on their journey when they make their successes and their achievements, making sure that someone's cheering them on, they're not doing it by themselves. Can you give us a 30-second overview of what, what, what the hard time you uh, went through was? Oh, man, like, I struggled a lot. I, had, I went through a difficult divorce. I went through you know, depression, suicidal thoughts, all that type oh, of thing. I was sleeping on the floor. I got two boys. They're head to toe on a couch. I'm with my mom in, in her house and in her apartment at the time. It's a one-bedroom. I'm on the floor. So, like, I just had to, you know, grind and make money, figure it out, get a house, and, and do better. So... Like I said, at that time is when I found Nip's music, and that's why that's why that changed wow. my life. When my dad passed is when I found Gary, so he like replaced my dad's voice. So it was a lot, man. It's a lot. So to be here now, it it, it means a lot to be around a bunch of people that are passionate, compassionate, empathetic. They love, you know, it's a very enthusiastic group of people, and I just couldn't be more thankful. I've been a Gary fan since 2016, have just been aggressively consuming all of his content. Why? I think I was at a point where I was sort of maybe lying to myself. You know, I, always, I, always, I have high expectations in, uh, for myself, but at the same time, 
you know, I would be watching Netflix. I would just be fucking around, doing all these things. And then I heard Gary, and I think the first few times I kind of ignored him because he was just speaking to my soul. And then a couple months later, nice. the, it was over. So I've just, you know, been a rabid fan in terms of not only consuming all this content, but taking action. He's helped me build my side hustles. He's helped me become a better entrepreneur and entrepreneur within my life. Um, and overall, just become a better person. Um, so I've had the fortune of uh, buying, his, buying his books, buying his shoes, and then V Friend Series 1 came out, and I didn't really know anything about ETH or MetaMask, but he said, just get one ETH in your wallet. Trust me. He never really has thrown that many jabs, you know, or right hooks. This was a right hook, and I was like, Gary's throwing a right hook. Nice reference, the yeah, book. I, I'm going to do it. And so, yeah, it was that day in May. I didn't really know what I was doing. The gas fees were insane, and I was like, you know what? full send down the middle I'm doing this and I just bought my wife's engagement ring like a couple months before and then I was like wow I'm gonna spend almost double what I spent on my wife's engagement ring on a quote-unquote digital JPEG of a fish yeah and then you have to uh, explain your actions to someone all my family thought I was the stupidest person in the world and then as they've seen some of the value go up they're like oh my god you're the stupidest person for not selling so it's sort of damned if you do damned if you don't and, <laughs> oh my uh, goodness yeah so I that it's I, and I got I got the grateful guard so wow. gratitude I believe is a parent of all virtues and I live my life on gratitude. I, I was very fortunate to be have a loving family, 10 figures, 10 toes, have full education, no college debt. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, I just always think about gratitude to keep me humble and, and uh, on my feet. And I love fishing. I go fishing with my nephew all the time. And we, then we always watch, usually we catch like bass and muskie and walleye. But I always watch some of these fishing shows about alligator gar. And so my cousin, my nephew and I are always talking about catching alligator gar. So when I saw gratitude and grateful and gar, it was just like, no brainer, that must be mine. That's so, so extraordinary. I want to go back to something you said about when you were consuming his content early on. You were saying you ignoring it, ignoring it, ignoring it, and then finally it clicked. That's a great lesson and message to all of the content creators out there and those that want to make an impact. You must deliver your message. I mean, we know Gary's a perfect example of this. You don't stop once or twice or three times getting your message out. You have to hit people over the head with your message over and over again until the person who is hearing it is ready to receive it and you're the you're the walking idea there. attempting to be and, and just living it being a being a practitioner of my craft and I just remember the first time when Gary talked about just DMing a hundred people and I DM someone uh, his name's uh, Dr. Wallace J. Nichols he wrote a book called Blue Mind a study about why humans are happier healthier more productive when you're on in near and around water wow. and I remember I hit him up and he responded and I was like, oh my God, this is one of my other idols besides Gary. And then not only have since, since then, I've done multiple podcasts with him. I've traveled with him. I've been to his home. We do work together. I do a lot of work in the nonprofit fundraising space for, for, for water projects. And a lot of that came from Gary, um, as well as just continuing to find your, your voice. He always says written, video, audio. I'm not the best writer. Video editing is a lot of work. I love podcasting. So I have three podcasts of my own, and podcasting has become my medium. That's really been my biz dev tool for a lot of my entrepreneurial and entrepreneurial projects. And all that took place because you took action, you decided to DM and go for it. Yeah, hey, sometimes it's gotta shoot your shot. What do you hope for the future of vFriends? What do you see happening? VFriends is an empire. Gary's never going to stop executing this. He's going to continuously operate it. The team around him is going to continuously operate it. So I feel like it's going to be a gold standard for us to enjoy and to be a part of and contribute and build with. So I want to spread that energy to everybody because that's a very 
good understanding of how an amazing project should be ran. Yeah, well, well, now we're actually having something tangible. Like we can see, like you know, a storyline developing. We can see a brand. You know what I mean? I can see wow. you can see figurines when we're walking around, and these these things. We we all want one. You know what I mean? It's it's just we connect with these characters, um, and they've just become this this real life things now. Josh Carey here live at VCon 2022, sitting down with Chris Lyons. You got it. So we were talking a bit before the air here, and you were telling me about how you came into the V Friends family. Give me your point of view and how that journey went. So it's a journey that I look back on with a little regret because I, like a lot of people, I underestimated Gary, right? Um, when VFence very first launched, I had already purchased a NFT, but I didn't really understand it. After I purchased my first NFT, my first thing was I went on Reddit and I said, hey, what do I do with this You thing? mean a non-Gary NFT? Non-Gary NFT. Okay, fine. Right? Because a lot of people's story, why they wouldn't buy in, you know, into this ecosystem is not so much believing, or not believing, I should say, of, of Gary and his vision. It's more about NFTs, because this was early for a lot of people. So the biggest roadblock for me was, I don't quite understand NFTs, but not only that, I underestimated what he could do with these characters. I found it hard to see how like empathy elephant could matter to adults, right? So, and the doodles, I like, I guess, I just, it was an underestimate and maybe not creative enough on my end. So I was on the mint page and I did not buy, even though I was looking at all these characters and I loved Gary Vee and I really believed him. And already to this point, by this time, he had already changed my life. And I didn't buy, and this is something that I live with every day, so I wasn't... Oh, no. Right. So yeah. anyway, I do end up buying because um, I did well in NFTs. I started with 0.4, but I made some good moves, and I ended up having enough Ethereum after my flips to actually make my way in to the VFriends world, where I bought an Impala, and I bought a Slay and Slug. Now, those are, for those that don't know that at face value, those are, are, are pretty um, good. They're good, so they're series one. So they're kind of the, the original sketches. Right. So when VFriends becomes a household name, the V1 is gonna be the, like the original sketches. So if you go back and look at like the original Shrek, it looks nothing like the Shrek you see today. Oh, such a great analogy, Chris. Right? Yeah. And that goes for, you know, a lot of like Disney characters, all this stuff. So like I own that original sketch, which is really cool. I love that you said when V Friends becomes a household name. Right. That's certainly Gary's vision. You're bought into that as well. I am, and I have been. So I, I own many, well, to me it's many. I own four series two and two series one. Um, and seeing here, well, what's happening here is really making it real. Seeing the characters brought to life, seeing them on all the boards, like this is a super real thing. And even the little videos that they've made um, showing how these are applicable to, you know, um, to send in messages to kids. And I seen this one video of line of this little girl actually singing back these songs about having patience and stuff. Wow. And, and it's like, this, this is real. You know, it's amazing. It reminds me of one of the fantastic messages that Gary spoke to us this morning during his opening address. He said that all of our grandkids 
are yeah. going to know of and interact with yeah. the friends. That's a powerful statement. That's a very powerful statement, and I would argue it could even be sooner. I'll pull this out and show you. This is what I'm going to get yeah, David to sign for me later. So I have a three-month-old daughter at home. A three-month-old daughter. And Congratulations. I got a little shirt printed for her, and it has oh, my slug on I'm it. I'm choked up. Oh, my goodness. So Chris is showing us a, a tiny uh, pink T-shirt, the size for a three-month-old. Three -month yeah. And it said, my dad's sluggish yeah. with the V Friends. What character is that? That's the slinging slug. Slaying slug. Wow. Yeah. And you own that NFT? I do. You yeah. own that NFT, and you got yeah. it printed on. Wow. So you're... You're going to get Gary to sign that, yeah. and and that's because you believe in, you want to start educating your family, yep, and bringing it. You're bringing it right to the next generation. Exactly. And then I'll get, I'll put that. It'll be signed. It'll be framed. Put on the wall. Wow. And I'll something that she'll be able to flex on her friends when she's 18. Oh, I love it. Series one is the fucking alpha. I will take care of yeah. series one holders to my fucking grave. to the fucking grave. It's Josh Carey right here live at VCon 2022, the very first Gary Vaynerchuk conference here at US Bank Stadium where the Minnesota Vikings play in Minneapolis. I'm actually here with Greg Hickman who happens to be a Minnesotian. I don't know if I'm actually- I'm a native. A native. Are you from Minneapolis? I live in the twins. I live in the Twin Cities area. Yeah, you do. So tell me about. First of all, we're here day one. What are you experiencing? What are you feeling? What's the vibe? What's the words? I mean, it's pretty cool to be here at the uh, at the Bank Stadium. Uh, I'm not a huge Vikings fan. I'm actually a Packers fan. So being here for something other than a football game is not a not a bad deal. But um, no, it's cool to see that this event that not many people know about, what it's about, what Gary's about is here in the hometown, in my hometown. So for me, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, you know, it's just great to be here. You were able to mint a VF1. Yeah. How in the world did you get that opportunity? Uh, I was following them probably two to three, well, I've been following for the past three or four years, but two to three months leading up to it. In his podcast, he was dropping kind of hints that, that the NFT space was really, uh, something to watch to follow i knew nothing about it i got interested in it because of listening to him and then so when i heard about the the mint going live and got into the discord community following what was going on i just saw everything sitting at the floor i and i wasn't sure what price to pay what this was all about but when everything was sitting at the floor price after the the initial launch i'm just like oh i'm, I'm gonna grab one and what's and for me it was really all about utility like I, I didn't really look at this like like the digital trading card thing. I, I, I wasn't quite sure. I got baseball cards from the 60s and 70s, mm -hmm. something that's tangible. I get that. So th I'm still wrapping my head, but utility going to a, a cool conference with a bunch of you know entrepreneurs and crypto followers in this in a new tech, emerging tech, that was really of interest to me. So that's what where the value was. What did you mint? I have a cynical cat. And how do you feel about that? Did you know what you were sitting on? Or, and, and when did you realize that you uh, have something it's a, special? It's a core cynical cat. Well, when, when probably, what was it, two or three weeks after, when the floor disappeared and then everything was going up 10x, you know, up in value. And I'm, but then the whole NFT space was kind of blowing up. 
you know, everything was going up. And then I'm thinking, I'm telling my wife, I'm telling my friends about it, I'm showing the picture of this this Thing. little drawing, right? <laughs> and uh, people are like, you know, this is tulip bulbs. Right. You know, so then I'm like, this is perfect. I got the cynical cat. You are all cynical, really. You're skeptical. <laughs> and you're like, so, you don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get it. Um, but I would explain to them, really, what I got was what I understand and what's a value to me is the utility value going to this conference. And that's where I started looking around for other NFTs but that have this kind of utility value. I don't see a lot of them, but that's that's what interests me. Uh, Flyfish Club is yeah. the other one I was telling you about. Um, I don't own one, but I'm very interested in that. Even though I don't live in the Manhattan area, that's a restaurant right. club. Uh, I'm very interested in picking one of those up at some point in the future. Josh Carey, live at VCon 2022, on the road to 55 stories from the floor, here with John Goodkey, who is a Las Vegas attorney. Yes, sir. It turns out. Uh, you seem very comfortable in this world, in this space here. What am I picking up on? Um, yeah, I am very comfortable here, mainly because it's a lot of fun. First of all, it's just uh, really cool people, um, great times, and um, I've been around NFTs now for over a year, um, and so uh, just I feel like I'm just kind of vibing with my people here. You What's know? the story? How'd you how'd you get into this ecosystem? So I learned about NFTs for the first time was through NBA Top Shots, basketball trading NFTs, mm. and I used to collect cards when I was a kid with my brothers. We had we had baseball cards, basketball cards. I'm a child of the. 80s, 90s, you know, um, I may be a little older than the average age group here. I don't know, but um, you know, I'm in my mid 40s. But mm -hmm. when I learned about NFTs, it kind of brought me back to collecting, and I, I was interested in them from the collectible standpoint at first. And um, so I got the NBA Top Shots basketball cards, and then I um, heard an interview with Gary V actually talking about NFTs and his his project with V Friends, and it just really connected with me. Everything he was saying was like things that I had already been thinking in my head about. NFTs and what they could do and what they are and you know the way he was viewing them was really I just connected with it and so um, that that got me more interested in NFTs in general but ironically I didn't buy a V Friends NFT back then okay know? and uh, but but hearing his conviction about NFTs got me to study NFTs and and then I ended up getting into board apes and was very fortunate to to get in early and get a couple of board apes a couple of board apes. yeah yeah and not 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 to flex or, or right. anything because to me it was more not about um the the money or right. whatever it was like it, it seemed like it was something on the cutting edge right and uh crypto in general i mean sure. before nfts i'm interested in crypto and uh, just because to me it feels like something that's exciting it's a new sector of the economy there's so much potential I and mean, I could go on and on talking, yeah. but this is, you know, you're doing the interview, so I'll let you ask the questions. Ah, it's all good. <laughs> so what was your entrance then? So you didn't uh, pull the trigger for VF1, right. but then when did you first get into the VFriends? So I eventually uh, got into the VFriends because from just being fortunate enough to, to be in the board ape community and then um, getting a mutant ape, you know, if you had an original ape, you got a couple mutant apes or one right. per, per ape. Um, and I just got to the point where it's like they were going up in value, and I realized I had totally missed the boat on V Friends. And I, I kept looking back and looking at V Friends and being like, "Damn it! I should have, you know, I was going to buy one of the like um, the lunch, the brunch bears or the yeah. the lunch ladybug. Yeah. Those are the ones I was looking at back wow. in the day. But they were ten ETH, and I couldn't afford that, you know. And um, so 
eventually when I was able to get to a point where I had some valuable assets with the apes, I actually traded a mutant ape for a V-Friend Series 1 um, Lava Spectacular. They yeah. called it the Lava Spec. Wow. And so that's how I got in was by trading uh, out of part some of my ape holdings and in to, so I could get into V-Friends. One that you acquired uh, complimentary. Right, the mutant. Yeah, the mutant I, was a free claim. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And it was. Uh, I, I got lucky because they. You could either get a M1, a, like a M1 serum or an M2 serum, yeah. and the M2 is much more valuable because there were less of them. And I got lucky with one of my serums. I got an M2, and so I had a more valuable mutant that I was able to trade for a really good, you know, uh, Series One V friend. <laughs>